0: Friends and welcome! I'm so excited to share with you Fumble to Faith, my podcast where I talk about starting over with God, right where you are, every time and any time that you may need to, because we have all been there. And His Word says in Deuteronomy 31:6, "Be strong and courageous. He will go with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you." I am your host, Ferrari, and I'm by no means a pastor, minister, or a faith leader, but I am a servant of the Lord, living in sin who wants day decided to ask God for hope and really take him up on it. And I'm delighted to share my story and journey with you. Wow, what can I say besides I'm going back to back, but not like a Drake song. I hope I'm encouraging someone to fumble their way to faith. Because God has got you, and he's waiting on you to take your rightful place as his child and allow him to work on you, through you, and for you. I would like to remind you that I am not a pastor, okay? I'm not a minister. I am no type of faith leader, but I am a fumbler of faith, wanting to be a disciple of Jesus. And if you're reading the Bible for yourself, which I am constantly encouraging you to do, then you know that you should also be a disciple. Please do not just listen to what I am telling you, but go behind me and anything that I reference from the word, read for yourself. I want to speak briefly about being a good parent because God is our father, just like some of you may be earthly fathers and mothers. In the word, specifically in Hebrews twelve six and 7, it says, Because the Lord disciplines the ones he loves and chastens everyone he accepts as his son, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children for what children are not disciplined by their father. And then you can turn to Proverbs 12.1. It'll say, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. I never want my children to think about me as a cool parent and not a protecting parent. Like I know it's hard looking at your children as your little best friends because we get so caught up in wanting them to be. Because in the beginning of their lives, they go everywhere with us. Even when we're invited to places where the kids can't go, we'll turn down those invitations and be perfectly fine about it. They get to see so much of our lives, but we don't share with them about how our lives have taken a toll on us or changed us over the years or what our lives are really about. So we aren't really telling them who we are, but we're learning about them and their patterns, not thinking about how they're learning about our patterns, regardless of what we're telling them. We aren't really telling them our life stories and who we are, what we've been through. We're showing them who we want them to believe we are. Don't you notice this is the same thing that we do with God? We come to God with these small timid voices asking for material things, forgiveness or wanting him to fix our life. But then we go on living our day to day lives like we didn't just ask for specifics from God. When you are asking for specifics, you have to give specifics. When we're around our children, we're being a version of ourselves that they begin to believe that we are. And then when life starts life in, we completely change. I've been in this place a uh, many a times, and I didn't even know at half the time that I was being someone completely opposite of who I was telling my children I am or showing my children that I am. And I was always told that you can't tell your kids everything. Or they don't need to know everything. But I believe that's a lie because at some point in their life, you begin to talk with them about sex, right? And we sugarcoat it so it doesn't sound all crazy. Yet they're shown porn by every outlet they have in life, from social media to friends and sometimes even in school. And then they begin to think about how we lie to them when it comes to that sex talk. You talk to your children about money and how they should have good money skills, yet pulling money out of the bank so bills aren't pulled out first or overspending, maybe gambling away your money and using it on your own selfish desires, yet telling them not to do that. You're lying to them. You're lying to yourself. And if you think and or believe that your children hear what you say, (laughs) you've got another thing coming. Most children do not learn by what is said, but by what they see. Everything you tell them only sticks if you're also doing what you're telling them to do. You know that saying of monkey see, monkey do? It couldn't be more true with most children. You want to raise your child up in Christ? Then you have to show them how to have a relationship with Christ. The Bible says to raise a child up in the way that they should go, and when they get older, they will not depart from it. And that's Proverbs 22, 6. How can you raise a child up in God's word if you don't know God's word? And if you are a child of God, then why wouldn't you want to continue to be raised in the way of your father? I say we as adults are still being raised up in God because we are human beings, still evolving, growing, learning, and always striving to be better, the same things that we want our children to do. And for this reason, I believe that people who have to co-parent have trouble wrapping their heads around what is fair and what is not after breaking it off with the other parent. Unless both parties are actively seeking to have a relationship with God, then your children are living in two separate households, learning two separate lifestyles, and there will always be Conflict, the same in ourselves. Why do you think we have such a hard time following Christ? Because we are living in one lifestyle and longing to have another, or wanting to live in another, but having the remnants or the residue of our old lives still hanging around. It makes it hard. From the people who are still hanging around, family and friends that remind you that you weren't always a good person, etc. In 1 Peter three, starting with verse eight, it speaks about suffering for doing good. You don't repay evil. For evil, right? But then down in verse 20, it talks about how during the time of Noah, only eight people were saved through water. And this symbolizes the baptism that we now have to save us all and not to remove the dirt from our body, but for the pledge of a clean conscience towards God. So we can move on living a better life and not feel the guilt of our old selves. Something I practice with my children is if there is something that I want to speak with them about and I don't know where to start. I try first to pray about it. It gives me a clear conscience in the conversation that's going to be had. Now I say this is a practice, meaning I have to keep working at it and make it a habit because years ago it hardly ever crossed my mind to pray before speaking with my children, but now it does. So I pray and ask God for the correct words, phrases, questions, and scriptures to go along with what we're talking about. And then I make sure I leave the floor open for questions because if they can ask questions, then they are ready for the answer answers in my opinion. Now, I can say that if this isn't something that you've been practicing with your children, then it may be hard to start, but everything starts with the first step and with God on your side, you're already starting in the right direction. The word says in Psalms 119:105, "Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path." I also like to make sure that I'm always reminding my children to treat people not only how they want to be treated, but how Christ treated people and love them how he loves the church. It is very hard in this life and in the world, but being able to learn these small things to get you through the day-to-day life. is It's exciting to watch as a parent and watch your child grow in their, their relationship with God as you're growing in yours. And being a good parent is not being the cool parent. It's being the protector, the provider, the teacher, the comforter, the disciplinary, the helper, and all these things the Bible tells us that God is for us. Our children see us as good and wise, righteous and strong, understand standing and compassionate, great and powerful, guess what? The word says that God is also all these things to us and he wants to be all these things for us. We should strive to be for our children what God is telling us he is in his word so that when they get older, they know to look to God for these things and not people. I have not always been this person in this place in my life. I've always wanted to have a great relationship with God and I knew that I would have to go hard or go home and I had to walk away from so many people and things and life that no longer was allowing me to have the relationship with God that I wanted. From me being distracted from my own wants and desires or helping others before helping myself, and once I saw that God wanted to be the void filler from when I emptied out myself to him, I took off in my race to stop fumbling my faith, and to talk it out with God whenever I'm in a place of confusion and misunderstanding. Just like I would want my children to come to me, God was waiting for me to come to Him. I want to be able to show my children that no matter how they mess up in life, God is always there waiting for them with open arms, just as I am. God was waiting on me, and He's waiting on you too, so allow Him to be the best parent. Alright, that's it. That's it. It's the end of this episode of Fumble to Faith. And I want to remind you all that it happens. But there's always a time with God to start again. And I want to be there for you every step of the way. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. And as always, remember, it's not hard to come to Jesus, confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. Repent, restore and heal in and with the Word of God. If you start with loving your neighbor as you love yourself then you are halfway there love is the only remedy for hate remember first john 419 we love because he first loved us tune into the next episode don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and turn your notifications on to know when the new episode goes up on buzzsprout.com apple podcast and spotify you can follow on social media at fumble to faith on ig and tiktok i'm always interceding on your behalf i love you